there's also a risk that, uh, you know, I could have a heart attack. So there's one is, there are many risks. <laughs> Human creativity is an unbelievable force. But for every great invention and idea that's designed with a clear purpose, there are several shots in the dark that seemingly come out of nowhere. Connecting unrelated dots, meeting unnecessary needs, leading our species in questionable directions. What's even more amazing is that many of these quests and creations have become amongst the most adopted elements of the modern age. In this podcast, we explore these terrible ideas and present some thoughts on what potentially sparked them and examine what we think made them work. Welcome to Terrible Ideas. Welcome to Terrible Ideas, the podcast where we discuss terrible ideas. Terrible ideas, right? Terrible. Uh, ideas that have that have actually entered into uh, mainstream uh, and and mainstream consciousness as good ideas, but we start to look at them in a different way and dissect them and uh, point out their uh, their terrible nature. Exactly. Before we start, we were discussing before our listeners. In, how do you say lis, listener? Listenership. 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 No, listenership. <laughs> the, the, our ship of listeners. Our ship of listeners has grown significantly, which oh, is absurd but amazing. And we would like to tell everyone listening to tell someone that. You have not told yet to listen to this because Absolutely. Yeah. that way the listener, the ship of listeners can grow yes. larger. Yeah. You, you, um, as a member of the ship of listeners, uh, you may want to start, uh, on our podcast there where we talked about cruises, because if you're part of a ship of listeners, you, you may, it just may be appealing to you. Speaking about cruises, um, as we've talked about before, I have, mm-hmm. I've been, uh, day trading a bit, right? During this uh, amazing adventure. And uh, I bought a fair bit of cruise ship stock, right? Thinking, hey, these, these businesses are fantastic businesses. Except for one thing. When the cruise company puts out a notice saying, hey, we're not sure if we're going to be cruising ever again. Oh, crap. Yeah, no, it was not a very nice day for the cruise industry yesterday. No, but I thought there was an announcement. the last four months. Yeah. But I I thought I read somewhere that there was an an announcement that one of the big companies said that they're going to reopen in a a certain date. Right. They They will start cruising. Yeah, I mean, that's... (laughs) Like, like, listen, I don't understand how any of this works. I just thought this is a good idea. I'm going to put some money in this, right? Yeah, sure. Not so um, good an idea. Perhaps terrible idea. I always, you know, going back to that, I never, you, I've never been a fan of the cruises. Uh, I feel like I'm an old person when I put the word the in front of anything that's known by everybody, like the social media or the iPhone or the cruises. Anyways, uh, I, I've never been a fan of the cruises. 
And I, 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 I um, now all I can think of is if they're going to lie about when they're going to open, what else would they lie about when you get on the ship? The word lie is a big word. Um, okay. I was watching on the YouTube, some of these people talking <laughs> about, um, about the industry. Like, we've, we've talked about cruises quite a bunch, so I don't want to go into that anymore. Fair enough, fair enough. But, um, yeah, so this is terrible ideas. Um, what else can we talk about before we start? Uh, well, I, I, think, um, I think, you know, w w I'm not going to – we're both here in, in uh, the GTA in Toronto. Um, and uh, someone pointed out to me, uh, my neighbor, pointed out to me a stunningly trivial fact. And I really like this guy. He's a wonderful guy. So if he's listening somehow, I hope he's not offended. But he said to me about four days ago, um, this is the longest stretch of, no, he went beyond that. He said, um, this is the ninth highest stretch of under 20 degree weather in the history of Toronto. So it's not the top three, it's not the top five, but the ninth highest stretch of consecutive under 20 degree days. Now, we did have an over 20 degree day on Sunday. I don't know if you were out enjoying the beauty, beautiful weather. But this is a trivial uh, point. But what's happened since then is it's cold again. Like, have you been outside with your dog and your, your chillins? Someone has much too much time on their hands, don't they? <laughs> totally. <laughs> But it's cold for me. It's not, this is not like, oh, why, let's put the. Why do we measure the temperature and not the number of clouds in the sky? Why can't uh, they forecast that? Tomorrow there will be 17 clouds in the sky. <laughs> um, I, I think, you know what? I think it becomes uh, a moving target because uh, at one o'clock we're going to have. I guess it's a moving target. Instead of at one o'clock, it's uh, seven degrees and two o'clock, it's six degrees. And three, it would be at one o'clock, we have project 17 cumulus nimbus clouds in the sky. At two o'clock, we have uh, um, cumulus nimbus terrace. I'm going to just start making up other names of clouds. Yeah. The first one may be an actual name of a cloud. At three o'clock, we have a terraformamus Cloudus nimbus, which is terrifying. You don't want to be near the terraformis cloudus nimbus. And then, you know, people die in those scenarios, in, the, in those last ones. I'm, I'm, I'd be worried about Someone has formation. much too much time on their hands. <laughs> yes. Uh, Your week's been okay? My week? Yeah. I've been doing some interesting um, development on my uh, online learning programs and some writing and uh, learning new skills. That's what I've been, it's all about learning new skills, Daniel. And when I say skills, I'm spelling it with a Y and a Z, like mad skills. Of course. So, and you, and you, and you, I, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah. And you and your week? My week, what have I done? You know what? I don't even know what I've done in the last week. I, I have absolutely no concept of what I've done. I, I think that I, um, I've been doing some work, which is which is weird. Oh, I mean, good. it's because we've been thawing out the economy, right? And mm. so that's been okay. And good. I, um, 
it's been just nice. Uh, and we have this, this uh, baby. And so, and he's now at the age where he's um, doing, uh, it, he's kind of like one of those, you know, in Terminator, when the robots become self-aware, right? Uh, yes. Yep. So he, he's like yep. that. So he's at the point now where he knows that he's a person. Um, oh, he's, okay. uh, a year and a half almost, right? And is he um, hell-bent on Armageddon at this point? Or? No, no, no. But the coolest okay. thing was last night he was lying in his crib and we were watching the monitor and he was just hugging his teddy bear and saying, Dada, Dada, Dada. Aww. And I liked that. I, I don't know why I liked it, but I liked it. Well, I think it's beautiful. It's very cute. But it is also the first sign of the Terminator apocalypse. Like you remember yes. in T2 when they show all the baby Terminators in their cribs hugging the teddy bears. Do you remember that? No. No, of course not. That's ridiculous. That wasn't part of the movie. But I, I think that's just delightful. And I, I'm sorry if I ruined that moment by trying to create an apocalyptic parallel. So then, um, what are, <laughs> let us talk about some terrible ideas. What are some, give me a terrible idea. What's something you believe sure. is a terrible idea? So I, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question, Daniel. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about newspapers. Um, and uh, I, I think it's important to have uh, good journalism and news. And news, um, and news that is uh, fact-checked and all that stuff. I'm not going to get into all that. But the actual construct of a paper newspaper. So just to be clear, I'm not talking about digital editions. We can dive into that as well. You may have some thoughts on it. But the construct of the newspaper is fascinating. When you think about, um, we are being trained to read this thing by the publisher, not by how we want to read it. So I, I, and it's basically by the publisher so that of course they can get some advertising uh, some eyeballs on ads, right? I mean, why can't I just read a, a cover story? And then why does it have to continue on page, you know, A1 or A7? And then the next article on A14. Um, it is a, a exercise often in um, indecision. Uh, which article do I go to? And then is it interesting enough for me to follow through? If it was all on one page, I might actually go for it. But because I have to do the work of switch, like finding it on that page, and then I'll forget which other article did I want to see. I just find it uh, archaic, an archaic system. So your, your complaint is that you have to turn pages to figure out the information that you're trying to get? Uh, it's a little bit more. I, I, hear, I, I think I know what you're trying to do there, Daniel. You're trying to point out my innate laziness. And I will uh, gladly embrace my innate laziness. But, but beyond the struggle of turning that paper, it's the organization that somebody has decided that you have to, to read this article starting here and moving to here and maybe even moving to the next page after that instead of just laying it out for me to read. Yeah, no, this is, a, this is actually a really good point. So... Thank, thank isn't, you. Is, isn't it similar to the way the web pages work? Like um, all those clickbait kind of things that make you flip to the next slide all the time, uh, just yeah. so they can feed you more banner ads? Yeah. 
Uh, my fa my favorite of those are, and I, I hate to admit that I've done this, uh, is like, um, I'll be reading an article about something and I'll see an ad. I didn't realize it was an ad. It looked like another article about some celebrity, blah, 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 or whatever. So I'll click on it. It'll be like, this is what really happened to The Rock when he came face to face with his idol. I'm like, wow, there's so much in there. What happened? Who's his idol? Where was it? I need to know. Yeah. But you have to click 17 different things. It tells you... Um, one day the rock wanted to do this and blah, blah, blah. And you don't get into like seven or eight pages in until you're finally getting any rock? new information. Tell me. I made that up. I made up. I, I made that whole thing up. I, I, I okay, know, maybe so, we should create a clickbait story on that. But, but it is like that. Isn't this the same thing as soap operas then? Because soap operas wasn't the whole idea that you would drag out a story as long as possible to sell more soap. Yeah, I guess at the end of the day, um, it is a uh, a layout device created to sell more uh, ad space and therefore sell more newspapers. Is that fair to yeah, say? No, totally cool. And as someone who's made the majority of my living off of this industry, um, I have to tell you that what you're saying is scaring me because you're dead right. But the newspaper is the newspaper a terrible idea? The idea of a, um, a piece of media that will allow you to, um, you know, burn some time and immerse yourself in something and be exposed to all these interesting pieces of commercial knowledge that you may not be exposed to already and allow you to say, hey, you know what? I didn't know that item was on sale at that store at this time. On page A14 at the top, it says that. That surprises me. I am going to go to the store now. So um, I don't think fundamentally I believe that, the, that newspapers themselves are a terrible idea. I want to, I, I get two. I still get two newspapers, print newspapers, uh, only on Saturday and Sunday. I get the, um, I get two. I won't go into the brands that I read. And on Monday to Friday, you live in complete darkness and you just... No, no, I have a subscription. I get a digital subscription. I read them every morning uh, for as long as I give myself permission to read them until I start... When I start to spiral into depression about the state of the world, I stop reading them. And sometimes I go on a, on a um, newspaper, digital or real diet where I go, no more. I can't do this for a bit. But I don't think fundamentally they're bad ideas, I think that, or terrible ideas. I think that the layout is something that has been inherited generation after generation of this is how we read newspapers. This is how it's been done. I just wonder. We may be in the final act of the newspaper business. Um, yes. But the, I, I don't know if, I'm fighting with you a bit on this because I think that newspapers, I like the entertainment value. I like the physical value. I like the, I like the fact that the, the, the actual print used to come off on your hands. And so that's a way of signifying to others, hey, this person is informed. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I, I found it, um, uh, as I was reading on the, you know, reading the paper last weekend, I think Noah, my son, was looking at something and he's like, why, why do I have to switch to A17? 
to continue reading this. Uh, and I said, so they can make you look at an ad. Yeah, but that's it. Did you? Did you go to page A seventeen? Uh, he asked me, so I don't know if he went to A seventeen. You should but actually. I often, you should do I a game. Do. You should do a game where you kind of don't tell them you're doing this, doing this game, but look at the ads in the paper every week and look at what he reads, what sections he reads, and see if his consumerism mimics what's being advertised. If suddenly he starts talking about like, fill in the blank, uh, you know, Audis are nice cars. Like advertising works like a charm. Yes, it does. It does. I think um, it is a dying medium though, right? I mean, as you pointed out, if the, the, uh, and that's a whole other, you know, maybe advertising is another terrible idea that we can talk about at some point, but there's probably whole podcasts just on the terrible ideas of advertising. So newspapers are a terrible idea, you say, because of the, the fact that they make you um, segment stories into multiple chapters. What about the idea that it comes like, newspapers are printing things that have happened a day ago. It's yeah. And they're exactly. I mean, often on Saturday, I'll have already read 20% of the articles in, uh, and in, uh, in the newspaper because they were in the paper a day or two days before. So why do and you they'll still it? put uh, ritual? I do love sitting down with a morning coffee on a weekend uh, and reading the paper. Do you read the flyers that come to your door? Uh, every single one of them. I have a collection. Would you like to see them? No, I, I don't. I don't read the flyers. I hate flyers. But you're saying it's the same idea. You're saying basically I am reading a flyer glue paper. It's basically all the flyers put together, but with stories all around. Well, it's, it's kind of like why skywriting is so awesome. Because skywriting, no matter if you want to read it or not, you're going to read it because it's in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the problem with the limitation with skywriting is that you can't really put more than one word in or one phrase. Yeah. Uh, well, there's will you marry? And then it's like, who? Me? They, they never get to that last word. Yeah. And like with the newspaper, you have this idea that you have a, a deliverable piece of media that allows for a certain amount of information to be kind of conveyed in a pretty speedy way. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not unintended newspapers, but can we go on to idea number two? Sure. Or do we want to pass judgment on this? I'm going to say terrible idea. You're not. Is that fair? Is that? I think newspapers are not a terrible idea because of the entertainment value associated with filling the time with the physicalness with the. Fair enough. Yeah, so I'm going to say no, but my second idea, I don't think newspapers are a terrible idea. I think the news is a terrible idea. Mm. Trying to convince yourself that, that learning about what's happened in the rest of the world has some impact on you is a terrible idea. Every night I sit there and I watch the news or I, I, on Twitter I see the news or in newspapers, you'll see the news or the radio, but none of it ever affects me, ever. I think living in darkness is the only answer. 
I'm looking at your face and you look confused. Please tell me your thoughts. So, well, um, I, I'm trying to think of things that are just not, um, not true around that you, none of the news ever affects you. Um, Barry, and I just don't. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you're about to do a, a correction on that. You're about to very little of the news affects me. I look at okay, the average news story is one or two uh, events involving leaders of some kind, right? Um, yeah, yeah, one or two stories involving some kind of true crime or intrigue or some kind of if it bleeds, it leads kind of thing. Um, usually, there's some kind of focus on the sports teams back in the day when sports existed. Um, and none of this information will change the way I, my life is going to transpire for the next little bit. Um, but if you, uh, ha is it because you get the information all from somewhere else already? The stuff that it does impact you? Well, so maybe, but like realistically, the only piece of news that's relevant to me there's I, not the only, but one of the only pieces of news is relevant to me is, is it sunny outside or not? Right. <laughs> is it warm outside or not? But that's something I can find out by opening the door. And I think to myself on days when I don't inform myself what's going on, am I happier or less happy as compared to days when I do inform myself with what's going on? The news just seems to spiral me down into this kind of like, oh my God, the world is so terrible or so complex or so unfair, right? And I think, mm. so what I'm trying to say is I think watching the news on a regular basis is a terrible idea because it- Sorry, can I, can I clarify for something? Yeah. Watching uh, um, or like going on the, on the internet, yeah. uh, listening to podcasts, any sort of news um, in, intake, from any source on a regular basis is a bad idea? Well, you should listen to podcasts all the time, of course. But, right. Right. but. What nonsense is this? Uh, okay. No, podcast yeah. is the only answer. But yeah. no, I think informing yourself of events outside of your immediate sphere on a regular basis is a detrimental thing. Okay, let's, let's play with this for a moment, okay? Uh, we live in the GTA. And you and I decide after this podcast that all we're going to do is listen to podcasts and we're not going to use our phones or our computers. And um, a week from now, uh, our premier puts his foot in his mouth and causes an uproar in the community somehow. Um, and then two weeks from now, there is a military response. And it's and um, they're they're the military are closing in all over the GTA and you're not allowed to go outside, and so you haven't read about this. So you decide to go for a walk. You just say, "Shall I check the weather?" And you open the door and it's it's sunny. So you go out for your walk. But while you're out for that walk, a thunderstorm happens and you're like, "Well, it's okay. It's just water." But at the same time, tanks start coming down your street and you're like, "What the what is going on?" Right. Okay. So, no, I, I'm, I'm still going to go back to this. And caveat yeah. number one is that last week you told me to try to be more controversial and try to get ideas that we disagree on. <laughs> so I'm pushing this a bit. Good. Um, even if, 
I, what I'm trying to say is anything that you need to know, you can see in your immediate sphere of influence, meaning the people in front of you, down the road, um, the smoke on the horizon. The, um, and so for, in your example of tanks coming down your street, you'd see them from five miles away and you'd have some moments to wor worry about it. Also, once they arrive, whether you know about it or not, it's the same impact. Your knowledge about these tanks' impending arrival is not going to change the way that you respond to them. You might go in your little bunker and like figure out your exit plan, but I don't think that it's going to change much. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to get at is there's almost no. Um, I watch the night the national nightly news almost every night, and I'm starting you to, do almost every night, yeah, and I'm starting to feel that it's. And, and so my, my, my actions are not supporting my beliefs and my beliefs aren't really that concrete. So we, we can fight this, but um, <laughs> every night I've watched the national news and every night I think to myself, why am I learning this stuff? And so the terrible idea here is that I think that the essence of the terrible idea is that by informing yourself of things going on outside of your sphere of influence, it's going to change your life for the better. That's the terrible idea. Yeah, I, I wonder if there's um, a uh, a Cossacks are coming um, uh, uh, kind of influence on my thinking around it. Uh, you know, the tanks coming in, or somebody's coming to get us. We got to pack our bags. We don't have time to let the 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 bread rise like all yeah. that stuff is kind of baked into my again for anybody who doesn't know we are jewish so i'm just shouting that out loud from the rooftop uh so i feel like maybe that's kind of baked into my dna so i'm sitting here going how can i not know how to help and prepare and keep my family safe if i don't read the paper and and worry about what's possibly coming down and maybe that's why you watch the nightly news or maybe it's for a sense of community. Maybe it's so we can all feel that when there's a national tragedy or when there's a national um, good thing, like when, when there's an Olympic medal one or a, a mm. sports team winning a thing or a, um, a, a, a cure to some ailment that's discovered, yep. th then people rise around and, and rally around with a, with a sense of unified kind of joy or grief, right? Um, and the sense of community, I think, is part of it. But I don't think that watching the news every day is anything but a terrible idea. Um, it's only gonna, it's only you're going to agree. But I'm still going to I'm still going to do it, and that's the ridiculous thing about it. I, mm. I think terrible ideas we still do all the time. Yeah, any of the things that we've talked about on this podcast, not today, but in all of them, are things, I think we've used the word, they're ubiquitous. We use them, we embrace them, but we identify them as, although we use them, they're terrible. So you're saying, I think it's terrible that we watch news every day, that I want, it's, it's, it's a useless practice or medium, but I'm going to do it anyways. Also, the news is kind of meant for entertainment's sake, regardless. They're structured programs that are put together in like this half an hour or hour long kind of um, story time format, whether it's even, 
even the uh, the all news channels on the radio are done in this kind of twenty to thirty minute loop of just add news story in, add news story in, and even the idea of breaking news. I know on on CNN they always have the breaking news thing at the bottom that pops up. Breaking news. Yeah, there's Sorry, no. Yeah. There's no breaking news. There's only one thing I can think of that would be breaking news. Only one thing that would affect me directly. If the aliens are in orbit around the Earth and are about to land and invade us, that probably is breaking news. That's something that I really need to know. So it's not dissimilar from the Cossacks are coming or the tanks coming down the street. Well, instead of the Cossacks, it's Marvin the Martian. Martians, sure. Okay. No offense to the Cossacks. I don't even know. My ignorance is going to be bonkers. <laughs> okay, so I, I like it. I, I think we got a good debate on news and and newspapers. I think it's good. I, I don't think um, uh, I want to know. I do want a place where I can learn something, but I don't want it all the time. I think we need to go on a news diet. That's me. I I, I don't think it's a good idea. And I want you. I really want you to try and cut down on your news intake this week. I'm gonna. <laughs> I might actually watch no news at all until the next time we talk, just to see and, what happens. And conversely, I'm only gonna watch news shows every night. So, for this week, you're gonna watch no news every night, and I'm only gonna watch news shows and watch to get my news from nothing else. And that I'm gonna get my news actually. only from like basically whatever I can see from my backyard. <laughs> and you see your neighbor is like, hey. Joe, what's hey. happening on globeandmail.com right now? And yeah, next week I'll be like, hey, Nick, barbecues are in. <laughs> barbecues are, are really the new, the new way. Everyone's yeah. barbecuing. Okay. Um, uh, so good. it's also important to note to anyone listening that we are not A, scientists, um, being knowledgeable about these things we're talking about, or see comedians. We're just people talking about things. That's right. Uh, although, you know, uh, part of the reason why I do this, Daniel, is that you do make me laugh. So is that okay? Can I, can, there is a, a hope that there's a, this is amusing to people. You, you would hope. Okay. That's right. <laughs> so, all right. So a third idea. We usually okay. do three of these. Um, so this is an idea I believe is a fundamentally terrible idea. And it's going to speak to, I mean, where I live and what I, what I believe in more than anything else. But let, let's fight this pretty loud. I think that owning a gun is a terrible idea. Firearm ownership is a terrible idea. And I know there are many, many people who are going to disagree with that. Um, I can explain why I think that, but what do you think, Nick? You know what? I, I, you know, we've had a good time today so far, and I was trying to make light. Uh, I, I was trying to find one way to like make a joke around it, but I can't. I think that handguns and owning them, owning handguns is a terrible idea. I can't think of one good reason to have it. Now, that being said, I've got a very good friend, I have a few, who own them. Uh, and um, 
who have been trained in the use of them. One of my friends is a former uh, officer of the law and another is a, a um, is a, what is it? Not a, what's a, not a trainee, but a, um, a reserve officer uh, here in the GTA. Anyways, I, and they would probably disagree with me wholeheartedly, but I, I, there's no reason I would ever feel comfortable having a weapon in my home or in my neighbor's home, to be honest. I wouldn't want it around. So I, I, I've lived half my life in Canada and half my life in America, for the most part. I mean, the, the numbers aren't going to add up exactly, but around half. Yeah. Um, and when I lived in, in the U.S., and a large number of my friends are in the U.S. And many of them own guns. And many of them have uh, pretty significant holdings in guns. And, and I've done um, quite a number of uh, ethnographic explorations in the U.S. where I've seen people's gun lockers and so on. Um, hmm. So I, I've asked people, why do you want a gun? What, why? And, and generally, it's, pr it's for protection. Um, and I think there's also the the whole Second Amendment thing in the U.S. where you can um, not be how how's it phrased? It's phrased that the government the government can't have power to uh, over me. We we have to have the ability to defend ourselves. I have to have yeah yeah yeah. I so I actually buy both those ideas um, and self protection. Like yeah, I guess I can figure that idea out, but like, I don't know. I, I think owning a gun is just gonna allow you to, the stats speak about how it's gonna, uh, you're at like a, a dramatically increased risk for self-harm um, or for harming someone you know or love because of that. Yeah. Um, I, I Look, I, I just, there's no, I can't counter it. Like we've had kind of two kind of interesting conversations around newspapers and news. I can't counter it. I don't find, um, I think that uh, it's important for um, our, uh, our, our military to be armed uh, and protected. I think it's important for our police to be armed and protected. Uh, I don't think that us as citizens here, especially here in Canada, need to be armed and protected. And I understand the freedom uh, that people feel they need to have. I have the right to own a gun, to hold my gun. But my goodness, the, uh, the danger that comes with that is, is, is not worth it, in my opinion. And I know we'll get, a, maybe, maybe our just listenership will drop off after this conversation. <laughs> or maybe they'll shoot us. You never know. You never know. You never know. Anyways. Uh, I can't, I, I agree. I can't, I'm not even going to be able to present an argument or a counter thought on it. Well, the, the, first, you were gonna add. the first two points we brought up today had some nice debates to them. They were kind of fun. Yeah. I'd love to argue gun ownership to you. I think it's, that'd be kind of fun. I sure, go ahead. Giving you reasons why I think it's a great idea to have a gun. Um, you don't know who's out there, Nick. <laughs> yes, I do. We've just done this. We just talked about this with the news. I can see as far, I'm gonna use your language. I can see as far as I need to. My neighbors are over there, the people coming down the street. I can see who's out there. Right. Everything I need to know, I can see. 
But because I don't need you're any informed access. and watch the news and read the newspaper, you now know that the Cossacks are coming and they're armed. You need an arm also so you can fight against the Cossacks and destroy them. Um, I think that any time we use violence to solve a problem, we are creating bigger problems. Okay, Snowflake. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Um, I I just feel that um, uh, every... Uh, violent action requires a non-violent reaction. I'm trying to push some of your buttons here so you get violent. Know, it's not working. <laughs> okay. okay, so 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 the worst of the week this week. Um, the worst of the week ties into all these things, actually. I think awesome. the worst of the week, in my opinion, were those people in Michigan who went to the state capitol with all their guns to like make a point, right? And the best thing about that though, did you see what happened on, uh, on, on the various internets going around? Like people would, were Photoshopping out their guns. Did I, did I, not, did I not talk about this last week? Oh, maybe. No, 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 not the Photoshopping bit, but I, brought, I think I brought it up. Maybe I didn't, I don't know. Maybe Anyways, you did. Go. I don't even know what year it is. I don't know either. Anyways, they were photoshopping. Go ahead. They were photoshopping their guns. They photoshop. Uh, there's this great thing. So there are all these pictures of these guys like holding their guns in the air, big American flags. Great. So people on the internet took those pictures of them holding their guns, photoshopped out the guns, and then put in uh, essentially dildos. Awesome. I knew it was going to be something penis-like. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. all their signs that talked about freedom, they changed to being also penis-like kind of signs. Yeah. And yeah. the best thing about those, those images is that they, they really conveyed just kind of the lunacy of the situation. Uh, absolutely. So there was another thing that was not Photoshopped. I saw it, it was a Twitter exchange or a Twitter report on this thing. <laughs> and... Um, there was, at first it was like, look, there was a big protest. And then they actually entered the Capitol. This is in Michigan, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, and, um, and there were guys in the gallery with semi-automatic shotguns, right? So Mm -hmm. I was like, holy crap. But to get into the gallery, they still had to check in and they had to wash their hands. Like, did you know, they didn't storm in, they all kind of orderly wash their hands so that made me giggle it's like let's go but first let's wash our hands and that's awesome and then go through and then somebody wrote and then this happened and in outside there are these two little girls doing something like from the either the big rock candy mountain or on the good ship lollipop something like that two little girls dancing to this music and it was one of those really kind of El Cheapo bandstand, like outside of, a, of, of the, the Capitol with music going and the kids were dancing out of sync and badly. And one of them kicked their shoe off by mistake and started to giggle. And I thought it was the funniest thing because five minutes earlier, there were men with semi-automatic automatic shotguns. And now we're looking at two little girls dancing <laughs> poorly, I'll, I'll add. 
I can get past the poorly, uh, but it's the whole kind of combination of it all. Anyways. Uh, I'm really I'm really glad that you watched the news so you got informed about all this stuff so you can Yeah. Um, yeah. What 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 if I didn't watch it? I am going to report to you next week on what has gone on in my backyard. Okay, and I'm I I can't promise that I'm going to watch the nightly news cuz I'm never sitting in front of a TV at 6:30 at night. Never. Uh but I will try and you know, let's do this, Daniel. Let's try this. I too, I'm going to go on a news diet. I'm not going to read my Globe and Mail, my New York Times. I'm going to try and avoid uh, any news feeds on Facebook, Twitter, etc. Okay? Let's try and do that from now until our next uh, session. Okay. <laughs> what the hell are we going to talk about? Um, the worst of the week. You know the worst of the week? That stupid squirrel in the backyard has got is a real attitude. Okay, that I'm sorry. Did I, All right, I, I'm sorry about that. I, I shouldn't talk about the squirrels that way. We will see you in the future. Right. Goodbye. Good day.